0: Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Um,
1: what's up, everybody? Let's try this again. It's Friday. We, we are talking earnings trade. I had one earnings trade, one stock that we added to the live portfolio for earnings. We said we're buying this thing for their earnings report. What was the symbol? No, it's not Didi. Um, and shout out Stephen Connors, his first power hour. Uh, it was carparts.com, ticker PRTS, carparts.com. That was the one stock that we bought into their earnings report specifically for the earnings catalyst. Stock is up 8% today. Let's go, baby. Woo. So, all right, we're, we're going to have a total of three earnings trades. This was the first one to report of our earnings trades. Uh, the next one is going to be Celsius, ticker CELH. That one we're hopefully going to get next week. It might be the week after the company has not confirmed their earnings date yet. Uh, and, and then we'll have a third earnings trade as well. So, so, so shout out, everybody. I'm not going to talk more about CarParts.com right now uh, because we're actually going to be bringing David CarParts CEO or COO onto the stream at 1215, about 10 minutes from now. Uh, so he's going to be joining us and giving us the full breakdown of the quarter and what's to come? Basically, the question that I'm going to have to answer as an investor, as, as we're talking to him, is do I still own this stock or not? Okay, we, we, we bought the stock, it was up into earnings. We got another nice little 8% run after earnings. It was 20% this morning, 8% now. Um, do we still hold on to the stock or do we take the money and run? So that's what we'll be, be talking about uh, with, with David Car- Carport COO, in just a few minutes here. Uh, and and shout out to everybody who's just joining us for the first time. This is the Power Hour. This is the Trade Idea Show. Basically, on this show, we are just talking about all the live trades that we have active. Um, We're making trades on the show. We're taking stock pitches. Uh, So, guys, if you have symbols that you want us to take a look at, you want us to pull them up on the screen, do, do a quick little rundown, drop those tickers in the chat. Let's see what they are. Um and 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 let let's let's really get this thing going. So so carparts.com. We're gonna be going there in a little bit. Uh, we have to look at the auto stocks. Okay, we remember that day two days ago. Let's let's zoom this out. This is gonna be a one-year chart, daily candles. General Motors. Look at how brutal this thing is. Nine percent red candle on General Motors stock was was way down on their earnings report. The one that I like and own is Ford ticker F. I got killed with GM, rebounding a little bit. We want to talk about the Ford trade. We we, we own the underlying stock in this. And and so what I'm going to go ahead and do on Ford is I'm going to sell the 1450 calls. Okay. We've been doing this the whole way up every single month. Um, I'm going to reach into next month and sell the $14.50 calls on Ford. Why am I doing that? I own the underlying stock. We're up on the position. Look, look, look at this chart of Ford, sort of just stuck in this downward channel. Let's look at SPY. SPY still at all time highs. There's no reason for, for me to own a loser like this. And so rather than just selling the stock outright, I'm going to sell calls against the stock position, uh, collect that credit right away. If Ford gets a rebound and runs above 1450, I have to sell it at 1450. Uh, if not, I keep the credit. I'm still holding on to Ford because I believe in the thesis still. Thesis for this one is that EV energy is going to get going again. We're, we're th- think about these market cycles we've had over the past year, guys. We 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 had COVID recovery stocks, right? That's when our Cloroxes and our Zooms were going crazy. Okay, that 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 was in let's call it Q2, Q3, 2020, Q4. What was the hottest thing in Q4? Electric vehicles, autonomous, self-driving, energy alternatives, etc. That's what was hot in Q4. Q1, what's hot? A lot of these, these, these let's call them, uh, you know, fallen angels. I don't know if that's the right word to use or not. But that was that was our, our Stops, our AMCs, etc. cetera. Uh, now we're sort of in this lull period where, where, where nothing that, that's really fun or interesting or sexy is hot, right? Crypto, we had that was Q2 was crypto. We didn't talk about that one. Q2 is crypto. Nothing is really fun or hot or sexy. Um, I think that EVs have a shot to get going again. I really do. And that's why I have exposure there in my portfolio. It's not a huge exposure. We want to see the energy flow into it, but there's always a next thing in the market. There's always a next thing that gets way outpriced, goes crazy. Everybody's in love with it. Uh, and I think EVs have that shot. I think the market is sort of in this period of searching of what that next thing is going to be. That's when our NEOs are going to get going back up to all-time highs. It's when our Teslas are going to get going again. It, it, it's when our x are going to get going again. Um so 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 that's why I'm still holding on to the forward position. Um and, and again, I'm I'm selling the calls out there, okay? That 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 is my trade. I'm looking over to the chat. Let's see what symbols folks are dropping in there. And also let me ask you guys this what is your beverage of choice today? It's a Friday, I'm toning it down a little bit. I'm going down to the Red Bulls, okay? The Bang Energies, we already had a couple of those today. We're t- time to simmer it down, pull it back. It's Friday afternoon. We're, we're, we're migrating down to the Red Bulls. Some symbols out of the chat that I want to grab. Let, let's look at Uber. Let's look at ticker XL. And then let's also look at CGC. Let's make it those three that we're going to check out. Um. Oh, this Uber chart is ugly. I don't like it. I I don't love the Uber chart. If, if I had to pick to buy or sell on Uber, let's do this. Let's do three stocks, three minutes. We're going to rapid fire it. We're going to bring it out to the chat, guys. Let's go. Air horn on that one. Uber, you have to buy it or you have to sell it. You can't sit in the middle. Just pick a direction. Drop your, your chat in the vote. Uber, one if you like it. Two if you don't. I, I'm a two. Not, not a fan of that one. All uh, right, let, let, let's grab ticker XL. XL Fleet, another one of those stocks that, that, that ran way up there, has come way down. XL Fleet, I actually like. I don't own yet. Remember, this This was a SPAC trade. Um, You know, oh, we didn't even talk about SPACs. That was another, another, another super hot trend. The market is going to be looking for these next hot trend, guys. I seriously think that EV, autonomous mobility, has a chance to take the cake again. I think it's got the best shot. But XL Fleet, I like this one. Don't own it yet writing it down maybe that's one where we'll do a deep dive next week and make the live trade on xl fleet next week we we might do it with calls i would imagine that the calls are fairly inexpensive but xl one if you like it two if you don't drop it in the chat let's see where everybody is at with that one and then let's do one more ticker clf i already know my answer on this one cleveland cliffs chart is beautiful i don't love industrials right now uh, so I am a two on Cleveland Cliffs. But Again, if I had to pick one way or another, Cleveland Cliffs, I'm not a huge fan. Uh, so I am dropping the two in the chat. Uh, where are you guys at with this one? Cleveland Cliffs, one if you like it, two if you don't. Out of all three of those, Uber, XL Fleet, Cleveland Cliffs. XL Fleet is probably my favorite. That Cleveland Cliffs chart does look great. Um, but, but it's just not the right kind of exposure for me right now. We're getting a lot of ones for, for CLF in the chat. Okay, that's, that sort of surprises me. I dig it. I'm looking over at some of these other symbols that we have here now. Um, yeah. <laughs> we got of Donks. Not a fan of any of them. Yeah, people like the Cleveland Cliffs. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it, guys. So, so, so there you have it. Three stocks, three minutes. We just ran through them. Um, if you guys are just joining us, this is the Power Hour. This is the Trade Idea Show. Uh, I already gave one that I'm going to be putting on today, guys. It's Ford. Um, I own the stock. I'm going to go ahead and sell calls against it at 1450. Take a little bit of that credit. It's not like you get paid a ton, but I've been doing this every month. It's dropped my cost basis on forward by $1 or $2 at this point. Um, and the reason why I'm still holding on to the stock, and I have leap calls as well, is because I think EV has a shot at being the next hot thing. There's always the next hot thing in the market. Right now, we don't have one. I think that energy might get back going into the the, the EV environment. And guys, we're going to talk about my one earnings trade, okay? We have one earnings trade that we've made thus far this earnings season. It's carparts.com. It took our PRTS. It didn't disappoint. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and bring David onto the stream. He's joined us a couple times now, COO over at Car Parts. David, what is going on, man? How you doing?
2: What's up, Luke? How you doing?
1: Doing well. Thank you for coming back, joining us again. Very nice, clean aesthetic you have today. It's a different background, isn't it?
2: Absolutely. We switched it up just for you, man.
1: All right. There we go. I appreciate it. Um, all right. You, you just reported. G- give us the breakdown. I actually am. I, I didn't do my homework and our relationship is far enough along now that I can admit this. I haven't read the press release yet.
2: Yeah, so I'll give go, you. So
1: give me, the, give me the lowdown.
2: I'll give you the cliff notes. Uh, uh, monster quarter. Record revenue. Record profitability. Uh, biggest quarter in company's history. 157.5 million in sales. Eight point three million of adjusted EBITDA. It's the sixth consecutive quarter of year-over-year growth. Uh, we're up one hundred and fourteen percent in two years. So uh, definitely some solid execution by the team.
1: On the sales side, what is the year-over-year growth, the percent?
2: Thirty-two point five percent.
1: Okay, and this is record quarter for sales for the whole company history or since your tenure.
2: Uh no, company history, record sales, record profit. And the company's
1: been around for a while. when did you guys when were you founded again?
2: Twenty-five years ago.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Very nice. Um and, and it looks like like, yeah, you you put up positive EPS while analysts were expecting a, a miss here per my trustee, Benzinga Pro. Um, so so tell me what, what went into the quarter? Right? You 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 jumped from 144 million to 157 million quarter over quarter. Uh, it looks like the analysts actually expected your sales to drop from $144 million to $133 million quarter over quarter. What happened? Why was it so strong? Um, and then tease us with a little bit of what's next, but we'll definitely get to the what's next.
2: Sure. So I'll tell you what went in. What went in is two and a half years of focus and discipline and just execution by the team. It's two and a half years of making investments. Uh, you know, when we joined the company two and a half years ago, We thought there was an opportunity to disrupt a space that hasn't gotten disrupted yet. And so what we did is we invested in supply chain, in logistics, in technology, in marketing, but most of all in talent. We brought in the best of the best. We decided to build a world-class team, to build a multi-billion dollar business, and that's what we're doing. And right now, it's just the results of two and a half years of pure execution, no distraction, just discipline.
1: All right, and let, let's talk about the thesis for a business for a second, because that's what sold me on this. I guess there, there's two things that sold me on the stock. One, one was the thesis for the business. The, the other one is the valuation. The valuation side, that's easy, right? That's just pure math, it's numbers. The multiples are ridiculously low. They were low when I first bought the stock. The multiples are still low in my opinion. So I like the stock on on for, for that reason. The the thesis for the business, which I think is interesting, and, and remind me of the stat if I get it wrong, but it was, you, it was something like, well, only three percent of car part sales are done online versus at retail locations, and and that was the number that that made my ears perk up and say, okay, this is one of those stocks that could be like a four or five ten bagger, so something along those lines. So 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 I guess that that's my slim down version of the thesis for the business. for For can can you just take us through it again?
2: Yeah, and I like it, and ultimately I like the slim down version because it's easy to digest. <laughs> You know, it's a $300 billion market out there. The number of cars on the road is rising every year. The average age of a car on the road is 12 years. But to your point, only, you know, 3 to 5% of the purchases for parts are made online. Now, you compare that to furniture or apparel or electronics. You know, we're basically the last industry waiting to be disrupted. We're like the blockbuster of auto parts.
1: Okay, there we go. Uh, and customers, your, your customer, I'm guessing is the end retail customer. Um, do do you have commercial customers as well, or is it all direct to consumer?
2: Yeah, most of it is do it yourself. So it's the, the end consumer. We do have a wholesale business that is growing. Uh, I definitely think it's an opportunity. Uh, we're definitely investing in do it for me, but right now the bulk of it is, is DIY.
1: Okay. Um, and, and let's talk about the car market as a whole. I, I just had an experience this past weekend. So so I moved my brother from uh, Miami, Florida, to a small town in the middle of, of Virginia with a population of 5,000. I think he's in for a little bit of culture shock. But but that was the move that I made with him. And we spent one of the days, we wasted one of the days, trying to find him a car to buy. We, hmm. we went both new. went to a couple dealerships. Inventory was non-existent, basically, especially for for anything below, let's say, a, a $45,000 sticker price. Uh, and we looked used, too. We, we browsed online, and used car prices were were absurdly high. So, so I guess get, give me a little bit more insight on the status of the, the car market as a whole. And then also, you know, if we are in sort of the, the shortage, car prices are high, et cetera, what does that mean for your business, if anything?
2: Yeah, it, it's not uh, it's not the first time I hear that kind of story. Uh, I'll tell you, new cars are selling at record prices. It's becoming sometimes even not affordable for the average consumer. Uh, used cars are selling for more than the, the MSRP. So it's, it's crazy. There is a lot of demand out there. What it means for us is it's great news because people are going to keep their cars longer. They're going to need to maintain them. They're going to need to repair them. And one of the best ways to do that is to go on our website and get the parts at half the price. Again, and you know that I'll just reiterate it. We source directly from the factories in Asia. We bring them into our distribution centers. We ship them to the end consumer. So you get the same quality parts at half the price.
1: And, and, and are the parts branded carparts.com or, or are you using some, some other brands for them or, or how exactly does that work?
2: We have other trademarks. You know, one of the trademarks that we have is SureStop, for example. And you own that, of,
1: that, that that's. E- your,
2: yes, okay. we own the trademark SureStop. It's our line of brakes. But we also have a really cool trademark, J.C. Whitney. It's a brand that uh, was founded in 1915, really known for performance and accessories. Really cool brand. We're building that right now. But we do okay. have a few trademarks. Yes.
1: Okay, got it. And, and do, you, do, you, do you sell product on behalf of, of other companies as well? Or is it all you, you own the parts, you own the supply chain, you own the customer?
2: So that's a great question. So what we're trying to do is really leverage the supply chain. But ultimately, it's to solve a customer problem which means if the customer wants one of our brands, we'll carry that. If the customer wants another premium brand that we don't own, but that's what they need, we're going to carry that too. So we have a combination of both our private brands and other premium brands. And ultimately, the key is get the customer back on the road.
1: Okay. And and what's the mix of the business? What's the sales mix between your your fully owned brands and other brands?
2: It's 86% our own brands. Oh, my God. Yeah. And 14% uh, other premium brands. (laughs)
1: Okay. So it's pretty much a fully, fully vertically integrated company. That's
2: that's the goal. And that's what we've been working on for the last two and a half years.
1: Okay. And and then, and then uh, let me ask you this one too, right? Carparts.com. You got the .com in there. It's an online shopping experience. How are you getting your, your user base to the website And and let me ask this one too. Maybe this is the question I should have asked first. Is the increase in sales coming from from mostly from new customers or is it existing customers giving you more share of
2: wallet? It's a combination of both. You know, right now, if you look at our sales, about a third is from repeat customers. And it's coming from from different places. It's coming from more traffic, uh, from us investing in customer experience and having better search and having a better website and better customer service. But it's also coming from additional capacity. It's coming from us opening more fulfillment center, uh, stocking more inventory, and getting into a, a deeper assortment. So historically, we've been big on collision and replacement. Now we're making a big push into mechanical parts and also EV and hybrid parts.
1: Okay, and, and let, let's get to the EV in a second here. Uh, but 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 going back to, to new customer acquisition, like, like like is it is it mostly a paid model, like where you're 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 paying for traffic to come? to the site and then it's your job as a business offer operator to lock in that customer is, is it like a, a google search optimization play i mean what what are those primary channels through which new customers are finding you guys
2: so it's a great question because it's actually it's everything it's paid it's organic it's direct it's brand awareness we're doing a big push on upper funnel marketing we're doing nascar sponsorship professional fight league major fishing league youtube influencer media like we're doing a lot of stuff uh and what we're trying to do is optimize each channel independently you know different shoppers shop differently and what we're trying to do is build an experience and a funnel to capture all these customers but ultimately you know it ends up in being like a a holistic customer experience that has to be outstanding
1: okay got it And, and shout out to quentin in the chat I'll read this one off is that I love car parts. I own a car lot. Spent a ton of money there. Thank you for a great product. Boom. Thank you, Quentin. There we go. We got an we got an air horn on that one, all right? There we go. Okay. Um all right. So 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 David, now now let me hit you with the hard one, okay? Mm-hmm. This is going to be the, the hard direct question. So so I own the stock. Um I I've been in it for a while. I'm I'm up 40% or something like that on the shares that I own. We have the 8% pop today. You know wh- What's the reason to, to stick with it? Like, Get me fired up about the future versus me saying, I want to take the 40% that I've made on the stock and run.
2: Sure. I mean, it applies to me too, because I own the stock too. And okay. Oh, you do? Okay. <laughs> of course. And I have a long-term vision. I think what we try to focus on is really building an exceptional business that we'll be proud to own a decade from now. So over the next 10 years, what you can expect to see is more fulfillment centers to get closer to the customer. Is a wider assortment as we get into more mechanical parts, both private brands and premium brands, performance and accessories. DIY, do it yourself. Do it for me. Uh, You're going to see more inventory, more parts, more customers. And I got to tell you, Luke, we're just getting started.
1: Awesome. All right. I love it. So you're going to scale and, and you talk about the fulfillment centers a lot. That, that's a part I don't totally get. What, what, what's the, the, the point of the fulfillment centers? Is, is that so, so that way when, when customers order the product gets to them faster or, or I, I like I know you guys spend a lot of energy on the supply chain and on the fulfillment centers.
2: Yes, we spend a ton of energy because we see ourselves as much as we are a technology and marketing company, we're a supply chain company. And what it means for us is vertically integrated supply chain. Everything from sourcing to fulfillment we're controlling our own destiny and you could see it right now actually having our own fulfillment center helps a lot there's marketplaces out there that don't control the experience they don't control the inventory and when people run out of inventory they run out of customers okay so for us we control the whole flow
1: okay all right i get it i get it that makes sense um and and then and then let's i have two more questions i don't know how much time you have for us today but i have two more questions that i'm dying to ask first one EV, right? There, there's, there's a lot of naysayers about, about you know, used car parts, um, or I'm sorry, car parts business, used cars in general, maintenance businesses with EV, basically saying EVs don't need maintenance or, or they need less or something along those lines. I'm not super educated on the topic, but I know it's a criticism I've heard. Can you tell me about that a little bit?
2: Sure. That's a big misconception about our business and EVs in general. 90% of what we sell is agnostic to the powertrain. Like EV is still a car. You still need mirrors, lights, bumper covers. You still have steering, suspension, brakes. For us, we see it as a huge opportunity. Now EVs are here to stay. In 10 years, they're gonna be more, there's gonna be more of them. In 20 years, uh, the car park is gonna be full of EVs. And we think that if you think a decade ahead, you make the investments today and you're gonna rip the benefits for the next 20 years. So EVs are here to stay and it's a big opportunity for us.
1: All right, and then and then the other question that I was dying to ask, and, and you get a couple of people in the chat saying, yeah, they were wondering about that EV question too. Um, and, and David, people are like what you're saying. I'm seeing the viewership numbers keep trickling higher. So this is good. Um, but but do, favorite car that you own or a dream car? Do you do you have one?
2: Sure. Yeah, dream car Mustang Bullet, Steve McQueen version.
1: Okay. There we go. Yes, I am all about that. Shout out to Detroit. I don't know if you can see. No, you can't really see behind me. But if the camera were pointed up a little bit, you get General Motors headquarters. And if I could throw a baseball really far, I could hit Ford's headquarters too. So we're obviously big auto people here here in Detroit. Um, but let me ask you one more. In uh, in terms of of upcoming catalysts, things that investors should be looking out for. What what what's the next item that we should have on our calendar or be paying attention to you guys for?
2: Yeah. Three things. Uh, number one, more fulfillment centered. So we're expanding our Texas footprint. We're opening in Florida. Number two, wider assortment, more mechanical parts. Number three, EVs, more EV and hybrid parts.
1: Okay. Awesome. I like it, David. Any final words of wisdom, anything we didn't get to that we should definitely talk about?
2: Yes. My final word of wisdom is a hashtag PRTS to the moon.
1: There we go. PRTS to the moon. I love it. David, <laughs> Appreciate you coming on, giving us the update, giving us the rundown. Congratulations on the monster quarter, guys. Uh, David, let's hit through the numbers one more time. Uh, you know, you, you said record sales for the company. Uh, 32%, I believe, year over year growth. 100%, or 100% uh, sales growth over the previous two years. Um, you had so, some nice EBITDA generation, so... All around, awesome quarter. Thank you for coming on for us and in, in a, a few chatters that, that our customers are appreciative of the service you provide.
2: Thanks, Luke. I appreciate your time.
1: Absolutely. All right, guys. So there you have it. There's PRTS, carparts.com. Uh, happy Muhammad. He knew that David was going to say Car Parts to the Moon at the beginning of the show. I saw that chat fly in there. Uh, that, that's good. Uh, I own the stock. I'm going to keep, keep with the stock. Uh, again, there, there, there's two reasons. Whenever I buy any stock, I, I need to have two things. I need to have one, a story. Two, I need to have a valuation. I think this is a company that brings both the story side of things. I, I sort of look at it similar to the industry that I'm in, which is stock market, finance, et cetera. It was an industry that was slow to adapt uh, to, to, to an internet age, slow to adapt to a mobile age, et cetera. Um, car parts absolutely is, is, is the same case there valuation. I mean, if you look at the multiples guys, the stock is dirt cheap, let's do a quick number crunch. I mean, the, the market cap is around 900 million, 900 million market cap guys lock in that number in your minds. Most recent quarter, they put up 157 million of sales. So if we annualize that sales, that's going to give us about, uh, 600 million or so market cap of 900 million. So stock is trading at what? Like 1.4 times sales. I mean, it's a pretty damn cheap stock, especially with that growth profile, especially with that story behind it. Cardparts.com. I like it. I'm sticking with it. We are going to have an earnings trade next week. So if you guys are not subscribed to the channel, hit that smash button right now. We're one for one on our earnings trades. We're going to have one next week. and we're going to have one the week after. Hopefully, we'll bag them three out of three. Last quarter, I think we nailed the earnings trades three out of three. We're going to try to keep it going a second quarter in a row. And then again, a nice little breakout on that carparts.com as well. So there we go. Um, All right, guys. Next up, let's go ahead and let's hit our crypto update. Um, I'm loading up our heat map now. Bear with me. There we go. All right. Crypto update. Benzinga.com slash cryptocurrency. It looks like we're running into some issues. There we go. All right. There you have it. We are looking green, green, green in the crypto markets today. And let me remind you guys that today's episode of the Power Hour is brought to us by Voyager Digital. Voyager Digital is a crypto brokerage, not exchange. What does that mean? This is important for all of us who are, who are active traders and investors. It, it means that they connect to several exchanges, like I believe over a dozen now, uh, to give you the best price, right? If, if we know about the crypto market, we know that these cryptos trade on various exchanges. All the- What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with
0: natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.
1: Exchanges have slightly different prices. Like if you're looking at Bitcoin on one exchange versus another, it could be a couple hundred dollar difference between the price that you're getting quoted there. Because Voyager is agnostic to the exchange that they're executing your trade on, um, you're, you're getting the best fill. That, that's why what, what I think makes Voyager an especially compelling company. They are the sponsor of our show. Big air horn for Voyager there. Uh, Bitcoin, what have I been saying all week? The price to hold, my price, 40K. So if we can hold 40K, we're going to have a nice clean run up to $44K. 44. 44,000. That's where our 200 moving average comes into play. That could be the next selling point. So, so, so we're holding 40. I expect that, that my opinion is that we're going to have a run to 44. And so let's drop this one out to the chat, guys. Where do you think BTC gets by by the end of the weekend? 44 is the mine that I have locked in that, that it gets to at the end of the weekend. 44K on Bitcoin. Whole market looks green today. I like it. Somebody's in the chat is saying, what's the best platform to buy crypto? I'm telling you guys, Voyager Digital. And let me tell you why, Chris Hill. Asking where, where you should buy your crypto. Voyager Digital has a special offer for viewers of the show. You deposit 100 bucks, You make your first trade. And Voyager is going to give you $50 worth of Bitcoin. All you have to do is use code ZING. Z-I-N-G. Zulu, India, November, Golf. Code ZING. Uh, Voyager Digital. You deposit 100 bucks, You make a trade. You get $50 of Bitcoin. So basically that means is when you make your first crypto trade, you can be wrong by 50% before you actually get hit on the stock. Okay. Pretty damn compelling. So, so, so go ahead, check out Voyager Digital, guys. They are the sponsors of our show, one of the best damn platforms out there. I am a customer. Maybe one day we'll look at my crypto portfolio. I have the best performing crypto portfolio on the market. I almost guarantee. Okay. Over the past three months, I, I wish Spencer Israel were here. Um, as I can get Spencer Israel fired up more than anybody I know, um, and I need to take him through my crypto portfolio, but 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 there it is, guys. And shout out to Damon in the chat, Voyager user. Let's go, Damon. Appreciate you. All right, guys, let, let's let's keep it clipping. This is the power hour, this is the trade idea show. Uh, we are now just over our halfway point. Guys, we 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 talked about uh, we talked about Ford. I'm running out of, out of out of breath. I think I need to hit the treadmill a little more. We talked about Ford. We talked about CarParts.com. We did three stocks, three minutes of the three stocks, three minutes. XL Fleet that was my favorite. Uh, it looks like like CLF was the favorite of the group. Um, and let's talk about Wish. Let, and what's the, the the code again? Somebody needs the code. It's Zing. Z i n g. Happy Muhammad, always coming through for the chatters. I appreciate you. Happy Muhammad. Um, somebody's asking about any update on the presidential rings. So I'm going to ask you guys. Do you guys know what, what Hex here is talking about with regard to the presidential rings? Uh, I'll give it a minute, and then I'll start typing in some clues. Presidential rings, something that we've been talking about on this show over the past two weeks. All right, I'm going to cut us over to our favorite online reseller of crack pipes. That's going to be Wish.com. Here's the stock, ticker WISH, Whiskey India Sandy Hotel, WISH, Wish.com. If you guys have not done yourselves the honor of browsing through Wish.com, again, I dub this site the my our favorite online reseller of crack pipes. It is a public company. I load the home page. What is literally the first product that it, it pops up? A lot of crack pipes that over 10,000 people have bought. Maybe a problem. OK, so what do we do? I'm a hater on Wish stock ticker W.I.S.H. I think there's no reason to buy the stock. Uh, I remember, guys, whenever I'm buying a stock, I need a, one, a story Two, I need valuation I think that there's no story on this one, and I also think the valuation sucks, okay? That's why I've been a hater on this stock. That said, before I just come out and hate on everything, like Spencer Israel does, every single day, guys, Spencer Israel, biggest hater that we have, he was supposed to take over the show at 1230, 1236, nowhere to be found, producer AB, gone, Jason, gone, summer Fridays, I guess, okay? But before I'm a hater on everything, like Spencer Israel, am I bitter? Yes, Uh, I said, let's do a channel check on wish.com. Once again, our favorite online reseller of crack pipes. Uh, So what did we do? We actually placed a handful of orders. I'll I'll show you guys what we bought. Um, Let's see if we can do it in the shopping cart. There we go. You recently bought, how do I? God, I can't even figure out what I bought. I might have to go to my, all right. I'm going to load up my email. You guys might see, see some emails that, that we shouldn't have. Uh, but, but on Wish.com, we, we, we made two purchases. We bought a Donald Trump 18-karat gold ring for Producer A.B. Uh, and then we also bought a Barack Obama 18-karat gold ring for Producer A.B. We don't know which way, you know, Producer A.B. goes. So, so we went ahead and we bought both. Both purchases were $2.00. Uh so so here's the Donald Trump gold ring that we bought for producer a b. And here is the Barack Obama gold ring that we bought for producer A B. We asked in the chat, uh <laughs> when when are, are these rings going to come? Okay, they're coming from China. Two dollars, 18 karat gold ring. All right. Uh the, the median guess was that it would take about a month to get here. If we go ahead and we look at when the orders were placed your wish order confirmation. We see the date up here, July 23rd. That's when we placed them. Okay. So July 23rd, it's now the sixth. How long has that been? I think this is the third week that we're sitting here waiting for our $2 gold rings. I'm sorry. Second week. So we're two weeks in. If the chat is accurate with their assessment of wish.com and when we'll actually get the products, you have two more weeks to wait. Maybe we'll see if, if, if the rings are of high quality uh, and, and, you know, maybe it's a product that I see producer AB walking around with every single day, um, you know, may, maybe we'll, we'll just go ahead and, and leave the, the rings uh, or maybe we'll go ahead and get long wish right now. I'm a hater on the stock. Let's do the channel check. Let's see the product. Let's see the shipping time before I, before I go ahead and short it. But if the, the user experience is bad, I think the story is bad. The valuation is bad. We're going to go ahead and take a, a crack at Wish.com on the short side, all right? So so, so that's the move there, guys. That's the update on, on Wish.com. What did shipping cost? I think that shipping was about $4. I think, like, total investment into each ring was about 6 bucks. okay? Will it turn his fingers green? I sort of hope so. Um, yeah, we don't know which way Producer AB goes. He might be a switch hitter. Um, so, so that, that's just yet to be determined. All right, guys. So, so, so there's our update on wish.com and I'm going to drop this one in the chat guys. Again, the company name, the the symbol, it's context logic, the ticker W I S H. Obviously it was a high flyer for quite a while. Here's the one year chart. The stock got as high as 32. We're down to 980. If you guys like wish.com, drop me a one in the chat. If you don't like the stock, give me the two. I want to see where everybody is at with this thing. Producer AB is going to go find Spencer Israel for me. Um, so, so there we go, guys. If you like Wish, drop the one in the chat. If not, go ahead and drop me the two.
3: What's up? We're just
1: looking for you, you know. I'm here. I'm running out of Red Bull. Okay. You know. Okay. Not bitter, guys. Not bitter. Just a reminder. And nobody likes wish.com. Everybody's got two on wish.com. All right. Yeah. Nobody likes the stock. Somebody's got a negative 73. Somebody's got a 22. Those are both very bearish ratings. There's our technical numbers. Okay. All right. So, so, so there's our move, guys. Recapping you, if you're just joining us, this is the power hour. This is the trade idea show. We talked about the trade that we're making on Ford talked about carparts.com we did three stocks three minutes the three stocks were uber uh, XL fleet and CLF XL was my favorite of the batch we're gonna we didn't buy it we're gonna add it next week um, yeah and solar up he's bringing up a good point he, he's saying what is the margin on shipping a ring from China for six dollars that's why I think the valuation on this company sucks they don't make any money guys let's look at the financial statements. God, I'm on my rant shit today. I'm like this is must be how Spencer Israel feels every day, just bitter. Um so so all right, total revenue wish.com 772 million, net income negative 128 million. There is no margins in this business, guys. I'm telling you. All right. It's 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 a tough story to get behind. All right. There he is. Spencer, what's going on, man? What's Happy up? What's Friday.
3: up? Happy Friday, Luke. What's up?
1: Nothing. It's just like, you know, a summer Friday afternoon. I'm here by myself. Uh, yeah. Jason, no show. Producer AB, no show. Wait. Spencer Israel, no show.
3: Did, did did we do a crypto update? I'm just checking.
1: Ask the chat, Spencer. Ask the chat.
3: Okay. Did we talk about uh, Spirit Airlines?
1: Nope.
3: I... I you you heard about this, right? How they canceled half their flights?
1: No. <laughs> yeah,
3: half of their flights. They, one in the chat. If you have uh, had a flight canceled by Spirit in the last like three or four days, because they've canceled seventeen hundred flights since the weekend. Why? Christian Gallagher says yes. He has. Why? Because uh, let see. They blamed the weather. They blamed staffing shortages, and they blamed tech technology issues. Um it's it's chaos. That's
1: all bullshit.
3: It's it's chaos. see a acnos ACK knows. through
1: that headline is none of that bullshit, okay? <laughs> that's called margin control. As somebody who operates a business, I'm telling you guys that's called margin control.
3: <laughs> margin control.
1: Somebody's gonna beat numbers next quarter.
3: <laughs> they're not
1: they're not giving out refunds on those flights. Your shit got canceled, and they're gonna let you rebook it at some time in the future when it's better for them. Um, That's what the I, read between the lines is there.
3: I, I'm supposed to fly Spirit, uh, in, I think, in a month, so maybe I should check on that. But um, where are you no, going? I'm going to New Jersey, Jersey Shore. So anyway, um,
1: how come you never invite me anywhere?
3: You don't invite me. What? What? What, what do you mean? I, don't I was know, like, you me. go
1: to New Jersey, the armpit of America.
3: That's right. Um, yeah, Spirit is a is a train wreck, though. I mean, come on. I, I, the thing is like this kind of headline doesn't move the stock, but but still, does anybody really want to own Spirit? Sorry, sorry, Spirit. Um, All right, we did it. Oh no! Wait, I wasn't paying attention. You just you just shorted it or you bought it?
1: We're long, baby. We stay filled.
3: Oh jeez. Oh boy.
1: <laughs> Margin control. They're gonna beat numbers. They're doing it for a reason. Okay
3: uh oh boy oh boy
0: (laughs) (laughs) let's go like
1: it's not gonna hurt their bookings dude their flights are so much cheaper than anybody what's next american it's like what 20 percent cheaper than american it's not gonna hurt bookings and save them costs no brainer trade it's not a no-brainer trade let's let's be real i have no thesis on this i'm just tired
3: you, you know what the craziest thing about Spirit is, is like everybody hates them and yet they use them. Is there another Yes, product-
1: exactly? It's the only brand in the whole world.
3: Is there another product or service where everyone Whoa. maybe maybe Comcast? Maybe Comcast. It's like we hate Comcast, but they have a monopoly or That's a monopoly, it. right? Spirit
1: Airlines is like cigarette companies in the fifties. <laughs> you may not like what they're doing, but people are fucking hooked. <laughs> That's it
3: that's it Marlboro in in the 60s that's right
1: yeah yeah you got I'm I'm hitting it long baby let's go oh no there's no thesis here other than the stock is resting on some support hopefully we get a little bump there okay um yeah that's that's a good clip spirit is like a cigarette in the 50s um all right Spencer you didn't invite me to New Jersey I'm gonna invite you to something
3: okay is it the Benzinger FinTech Awards, or is it the Benzinger Crypt- uh, Cannabis Conference, Capital Conference?
1: Better. What are you doing at 8 p.m. tonight?
3: Oh, nothing. I don't think. Why?
1: Okay. I'm going to invite you to something. We, we uh, Movie premiered tonight, baby. Uh, Detroit shot movie, Detroit cast. Our oh. boy Antoine over at the gym. You know Antoine?
3: Yep. I, I know Antoine, yeah.
1: He's the lead in a movie. Premiering tonight uh and, and and so 8 p.m Wait, he, if you want to he... go i'm going
3: oh that's you what... shot
1: this a year ago it's a big it's like a decent sized movie it's going to be on netflix and it's going to be on hulu
3: oh shoot hearing so
1: that... tonight red carpet whole deal that's pretty cool if you want to go let me know
3: okay and uh to
1: in new jersey did you go to camp growing up spencer i'm gonna guess yes
3: yeah dude I'm a, I'm a jew from the northeast we all we all went to camp
1: i didn't get to go to camp if you yeah. guys went to summer camp in the sun when you were children, sleep away camp, drop Wait, me more. the one, if not, drop me the two. Put,
3: you, you know what? This is this is high time for revenge. Raz put my number out on the stream.
1: <laughs> Let's go,
3: right? I, I got random phone calls. Jason's number, I'll not put it on screen, I'll put it in chat though. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm not in here on Monday, it means I got fired for this,
1: yeah, and again, guys. Shoot him a tweet. Say congratulations. Again, he he makes every rising moment of Spencer's, Aaron Thomas, Aaron Bree. Send, send him a congratulations a true, text. A true joy.
3: That is his real number. There oh wait, it is. no, it's not. There's I'm missing a digit.
0: No. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> Classic Spencer is. Wait, I'm missing a digit on that one. Hold on. All right, that <laughs> is real number. Wait, I, I miss one. Hold on. How
1: many years at Benzinga for me? Eight and a half. One on nine.
3: Okay, that's his real number. <laughs> that's his real number. The second one is his real number. All
1: right. Um, Spencer, any final thoughts for the day? <laughs> and then I'll recap the show.
3: Uh well, let's see. I wanted to mention Spirit, which we did. Uh, I wanted to talk about Robin Hood, which hood. which uh, is I'm an,
1: very I'm quiet. a dumbass. I'm a jackass for not trading hood. I talked about it on the show two days in a row. So I think Robin Hood looks interesting. Never hit it. When uh, I make trades, I do them live on the show, guys. So you see it. I either explicitly say I made it or I do it live. Said it looked interesting. So sort of wait, similar to that I have with XL Fleet right now. I think it's interesting. I didn't hit it yet. They,
3: they, they don't know. They don't believe me that that's Jason's real number. I promise you. I promise you that it's his real number. It doesn't look sure. real, but it is real. I swear.
1: I'll, I'll put his actual number in the chat. Call that one and say congratulations. I just did. I just put his real number in the chat. Call that one. Okay.
3: Okay. Fair
1: enough. All right. So there you go.
3: Uh, anyway, um, we, uh, I'm just right, final
1: thoughts, Spencer. Yeah, final Ford thoughts. We're selling calls. Uh, carports.com, ticker PRTS. Let's do a price check. It was getting a nice run while David was on with us. Um, let's add my screen back. PRTS. We like it. We own the stock. We're going to keep owning the stock. Up 12%, baby. I make one earnings trade. One for one. Let's go. Um, uh, wish still a hater of XL Fleet. I like not in it yet. Um, and then save Spirit Airlines. It just hit that long. It's resting on support. Hopefully, that'll be a nice swing trade for.
3: NASA. Do we have, do we have anybody who's long Airbnb with me? No, no, just me. Okay, I know like everyone seems to be long SoFi. I'm just wondering about Airbnb as well. Um, I'm. Cons- I think it's
1: tough to be long the brokerages right now.
3: I don't look at SoFi that way. Uh, yes, it, yes, they do investing, but it's so much more than that. So, I mean, it's basically a bank at this point.
1: Tiger, I'm in. Not for long. I don't know. Tiger's dead money. I need to clear that
3: out. All right. Happy All right.
1: Friday, guys. Happy trading.
3: Okay. What's you, up next, Spencer? You're, you're free to hop off. Uh, get technical with Neil Hamilton. Hey, look. Hey, it's Rohan what's up Rohan what We're up not what up
1: technical this week
0: do you guys start without me we've been here for like an hour almost what time is it it's
3: 1253 do you do you wear a watch do you have a watch yeah why does it say
0: Rohan oh oh Spencer is real just kidding Producer AB in the
3: hey, house. Hey, I, okay, let me read this comment from Solar Up, okay? I remember the day Jason gave out Spencer's number. Jason chewed me out when I told him he shouldn't do that. He said Spencer should quit if he didn't want his number published. <laughs> there we go. The shoe is on the other foot. Isn't that how it goes?
0: Yeah. All no, right. Definitely. Um, yeah, but if you do want Spencer's number, let me know. I'll sell it to you for a very cheap price. I'm thinking five bucks, quick Venmo. I'll give you Spencer's number. Um, I don't even know if I have Spencer's real number. I think Spencer might've given me like a work phone and he has a personal number he's hiding from me. Um, but, but I'm not sure.
3: No, no comment on the work phone. Um, hashtag contact lens Fridays. I'm trying to start that movement. Okay. Anyway, let's just, is Neil coming on in five minutes? He is, right? Yeah, that should okay. be the... Okay, cool. I just, I just want to make sure. Um, okay, so just to be serious for just a second, uh, I am looking at what's up, what's down here. Oh, a lot's happened. Uh, yeah. Interesting. A lot's happened. Healthcare are not nearly as weak now as it was when I last looked at my charts up like an hour ago. Well, where's my, where's my Benzinger Pro? Pull up my Pro. Get my charts up on the screen. Look at the XLV. This is. Let's zoom in on here. We are coming back. That was your biggest. That was your laggard of the day. Okay, was healthcare? Not it, you know, and we're only down point a third of a percent, and that's your biggest loser. That's not terrible. I guess. I guess the Nasdaq is down. I guess tech is down, right? Yeah, tech is still down a half percent. How are the Qs doing? Yeah. Okay. Everything is gonna
0: go to all time highs. And by everything I mean the spy. We're (laughs) at all time. We're at all time highs. Oh man. Crusher saying Shapiro Fridays. We've been over this. I don't like it. We need to cut that out. Nip that in the butt. Is it nip it in the butt or bud? Like B U D (laughs) I think it's bud. (laughs) Oh speaking of like speaking of uh like phrases that are oftenly miss uh mispronounce or miss. Yeah. Oftenly. Yes. What is it? <laughs> yeah. Oftenly is not a word. Is it? No. You, the other day said mute point M U T E, but it's really moot. It's point M O O T. I apologize.
3: Hey, does anyone want to see
0: we're, we're currently debating? If we want
3: to do um like a beer chugging thing at four, cause it is an international beer day. Shout out Pat. Shout out Sam. Um, we're debating whether we want to do like a chugging thing. Mitch wants to, I really don't want to do anything like that, but let's, let's throw it out there to, to the, to the nation. If they want to see some like beer drinking, cause we do have a beer special, we're doing beer trivia at three o'clock. We're doing, um, and then a beer special money, Mitch at four o'clock and you should all come share a drink with us. Um, at, at four, I know Chris, I know Chris K has, has a lot of beer thoughts. So we're gonna get all those beer t- all save your beer takes save your beer takes for four o'clock. We're gonna gonna get them all out there, and we'll talk about beer for for a few minutes because it is International Beer Day. So happy beer day, everyone! I don't know. I'm not really. I, I'm not really a fan of that. Like it just
0: it seems like I don't know. Just low bar, low bar. I mean, if there was ever a day to do it, it'd be today, right? Yeah.
3: You know you know what we did uh I, I wish I wish we had we had filmed it but li- literally like a week or two before covid last year we did um a hot wing eating contest like at the office and like everybody participated we had like 50 people do it um uh, but, but we didn't we didn't we didn't film it at all so maybe we should just uh do it again no, Wait, no.
0: A, a hot wing eating contest. You said, yeah. Yeah. We should, was it like a, like a hot ones esque type thing? Or was it just like a, how many you can eat in a short period of time? Well, it was a hot ones type thing. We had, we had like a lot of people did it.
3: Um, it was on like a Friday again, literally it was like two, a week or two before COVID last year.
0: Um, what, what an idea that, well, I forget the guy's name that does hot wings, but I mean, he's really solidified himself like a, a great spot in YouTube and he gets great interviews to just eat hot wings. Like it's Sean, amazing. I'm something. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think he was like a music journalist before that. Like he covered uh, artists and albums and stuff, but I mean, really on Evans, just on fascinating Evans. how he's able to establish a career off of hot wings show, but power mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a, I'm getting a comment from one of our uh, Benzinga pro okay members or not members admins. Uh, in the BZTV chat, someone asked, "Is MVST a good buy or no?" Oh my gosh! Okay, what is
3: going on with? Okay, we talked about this this morning. I asked the chat, "What's going on?" The chat told me Adam Jonas, who, if you don't know Adam Jonas, he's a, as far as analysts go, he's pretty well known. He's probably the most well known analyst on on Wall Street, uh, only because of his he has he has some hot takes uh, about about Tesla. Uh, and, and other high flying companies so i guess he came out and put a six dollar price target on mvst a couple of days ago okay so it a short report just a,
0: a low price target
3: it's not a short report it's just a bearish uh research note with a price target of six dollars so uh you know traders and in their infinite wisdom have decided to give him the finger and rip it up to up to 12. so is it a good buy here whoever asked that question here's what i will tell you it is only a good buy if you have an out. If you have a plan to sell, it's a good buy anywhere if you have a plan to sell. So, for example, today, right right now, we're at eleven fifty eight. The high of the day was what thirteen thirty five. What was the low of the day eleven oh five? If it were me, I would buy it and I would and and I would sell it if it got to and Let's see. I probably sell if it got to yesterday's close. Yesterday's close was. Was uh um uh 1046. So, I, I, if I bought it here and I'm not going to, but if I did, I would sell at 1040. I would sell a dollar away
0: from here. That's what uh, we're getting some color from Chris Kajay in the chat. Shout out Chrisopedia MVST battery play partnership with Oshkosh ahead of other battery startups. Six dollar price target from Jonas now short squeeze. Kramer mentioned on air yesterday too. I mean, look, I, I, I kind of like it, Spencer, up until that previous. Uh, where's that resistance at? $15. That so, right there? Yeah. Around 15 bucks. So it, it's on that uptrend. I think we could easily see it hit there, hit back up there, and then come back down. I'm not saying go rush out and buy it right here. Um, but we've said it before, we'll say it again. The trend is your friend. So we see right. three daily candles in a row. <laughs> um again, it,
3: it 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 is only a good buy if you know when you're gonna cut your losses. So I would it,
0: say I would say if you do buy it, set a set a, a stop loss, a tight stop loss. Considering uh, the stock has been moving, it, it could definitely uh, come back down from here too. But I mean, it, it, I say go for it. Whoever asked about it,
3: and then uh, so Cole Pinder uh, said Adam Jonas. You, you know what the thing about Adam Jonas and I said this this morning as well. Is he puts out these notes, and these notes will have three different targets. They'll have a bear case. Uh, a base case, and a bull case. So he's, he's never wrong, basically, because he, he can always say, oh, well, my bear case said this or my bull case said that. But I, 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 think, it's, I think it's silly. And how does Chrisopedia come in with, with knowledge on the fly like that? The guy is a, the guy is a machine.
0: He's just a house of knowledge. That, it's as simple as that. Is uh, Adam Jonas a Jonas brother?
3: Is he Jonas brother? No. But a fun fact, the Jonas brothers are from New Jersey, if you did not know. We're done. I'm done.
0: Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com.